So I started writing the schedule like I have been. And uh, I noticed that the manager's schedule wasn't filled out, me being a manager. So I addressed that, brought that up to my higher up, and he hasn't been home in the day because he was off, of course. And I bother him on his day off because that's what I do. You know what I mean? If I'm bothered on my day off by people that work with me, first of all, I don't consider it to be bothering. I think that if you manage people, you're never off because that's the life you chose. So you could answer it or you can ignore it and just let it go, shut off your phone, and that way you'll nobody will bother you, quote unquote. Or you could be a nice guy, respectful person, a good manager, leader, and respond. I know this. I try to respond as much as I can. And I know that the person that is higher in the food chain than I am also does. Aware of that, I still fucking text them because, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I text him. I was like, hey, I noticed that the manager's schedule wasn't done. What's up? Do you want me to do it? And he's like, no, I'll do it when I get home. Meaning, if you want to do it, you can do it. This is your chance. So I took it upon myself to give myself a couple of little, you know, fucking freebies here and there. I'm not going to know this. Listen. We did have a manager <clears throat> not too long ago who had that power and abused the shit out of it, which you shouldn't do. Like, if you have the power, if somebody bestowed upon you the power to have control over something that you're a part of, don't piss on it and everyone else involved because a closed mouth doesn't get fed. Fuck you, don't bite the hand that feeds you, though, you know? So anyway, the person who had the charge of the schedule her eminence would make it so that before her two days off she would be the early out and after her two days off she would be the late in you know fucking everybody else in the process because who gives a shit about everyone else i write the schedule i do what i want that's not cool everyone else understands they're not stupid they could see what's going on but no one's going to say anything to you because you write the schedule and the person who bestowed this honor upon you and gave you this privilege of writing your own schedule was hoping that you wouldn't do that you know i mean i would think anyway so me being who i am i didn't take it to the extent that her eminence took it i did however grant myself a couple of leisures and i balanced it out with everyone else so on days that i needed to have a certain shift i put it on you know and then when days i thought it wasn't necessary for me to come in at three i figured i could come in at four because nothing was really happening between three and four. And that hour I would be normally spending there, like not dicking around, but doing shit that's just like not really necessary. Or like answering questions, clocking people in, like annoying shit that I could have just done, you know, home. And what I want was, my plan was, was to still aim for three o'clock, but instead of spending that hour at work, spend that hour going to work, sitting outside on a park bench or something and write the schedule. Because that's really what I wanted to do. It's hard to do anything in the restaurant business industry if you're upper management of a restaurant that, you know, does $39 million a year other than get into the grinder of things. Like it's a meat grinder and you're just, if you're in it, if you're in the building, if your foot is in the building, first of all, everybody knows no matter what. Like you could be a ninja, like the best shinobi ninja in the world and you could have one of those smoke bombs that you go and then you pop off, but it doesn't make a noise. It's just like a, a mist that forms in the air and then you like materialize into the building. 30 people will know that you're there. 
your phone will immediately start ringing and asking you why the fuck did you put them on Monday when they requested that Monday seven months ago when they told you about it in the conversation. Because they, everyone, when they ask you things, they're expecting you to be like, are you kidding me? How dare you put me on Monday at four o'clock? I told you specifically 47 days ago in a conversation we had in the walk-in while I was getting water and you were doing your produce order or whatever you're doing over there, chef, that I can't work at four on Mondays, but only this one Monday. And they're looking at you like, like, like you just forgot their name. Meanwhile, you don't actually know their name because you don't fucking know who, you're like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then they're like, you're just going to yes me to death just like you did then. Well, you know, yeah, I'm gonna because there's a procedure. You see, when you write a schedule for 50 fucking people and you try to manage these people, you'll lose your mind. I already have no hair. I'm, I have a big bald spot on my head. You know what I mean? I look like an asshole. I do that on my own really, really well. Like, I am a professional at looking like an asshole. I don't need help from other people. I really don't. Seriously. So thank you very much for your offer, but I'm good. So it's just like there's, you can't manage people if you're managing 50 people. You're, you're going to go crazy. I'm not Bobby Fischer. I'm not playing fucking 10 blind chess games against people. No. What you do is you create a system and you manage the system. And if somebody doesn't follow the system, then it's their fucking fault because you told them that this is the system. The system in this case is a program called Hot Schedules, multi-billion dollar business because people know what the fuck they're doing. And in this program, it says if you want a day off, you have to request it two weeks advance. Now, I don't know what kind of planet we live on that people make plans two weeks ahead of time. That's insanity to me. Like, I make plans, like, I'm planning not to walk into this freaking column in my house. Okay, I just walked around it. Cool. Next. Don't trip over this wire. Okay, cool. You see what I mean? That's how I plan my life. I don't know what's going to happen two weeks from now. I don't buy Christmas gifts after Thanksgiving. What are you, fucking nuts? I buy Christmas gifts on Christmas morning at 5 a.m. before everybody wakes up. Wrap them bitches, and then boom. You know? That's how I plan. But I heard and I read somewhere that people might somewhere around plan things ahead of time, like a day off or something, a vacation. So in this system that we've established, you get to put a little marky marky on the little schedule, schedule, and then the person who writes the schedule literally can't put you on that day. They cannot physically put you on that day because you have requested that day off. And I do say request because we could deny it, but that's how nice we are. We don't deny requests. We just say, okay, now it's a thing. Yay, right? So I marked myself. I said, I'm going to go in at 4 o'clock instead of 3 o'clock. I'm going to use that extra hour to be outside of work but to still do work things. And fuck you if you don't think I did because I was. And I'm going to come in at 4. Now, the people that are there weren't expecting me to come in at 3 because they knew that it was 4. But at the same time, it's like, well, this motherfucker's been coming. Everyone's been coming in at 3 this whole time. And now it's going to take an extra hour to come in. I got to wait an extra hour. Now I got to start dicking around. 30 minutes after I would have started dicking around because I know he's going to be here in 30 minutes. God damn it. <clears throat> so I get in at 4 o'clock, 4.05 or some shit like that. I managed to sneak past somehow, shinobi style, without anyone screaming my name. I go upstairs in the elevator and I put my fucking unicycle down. I come back down and it's an eruption. As soon as my butt hits the chair to load up the schedule I had just finished to print it at work so I could hang it up on the wall, the door flies open and in comes uh, one of our dishwashers, of course. And this guy is probably like six foot two, 
I'm going to say like 250 pounds, pure muscle, just sheer muscle. Like if you touched him, you could break a glass on like any part of his body just by touching it. Ding, it would like ding, you know, built like a brick shit house. I don't know if he works out or he's just natural. It doesn't really matter. It's fucking bullshit, but he's like crazy. And he comes in really angry because he gets very passionate, especially when people don't do their jobs and he has to do it for him. And he's really mad with the other guy, his lieutenant, so to speak. The guy that kind of is, he does work, but he's kind of like, I get to do whatever I want. I get to put my AirPod in my one ear, even though the chef has taken out of my ear, threatened to kill me, burnt the iPad, iPod, I mean, and just, I'm still going to do it the next day. I'm going to not do it for two days, and I'm going to put that, that, that guy. Apparently, he didn't finish his job the way he was supposed to. He left all these plates. There was only two of them working because dishwashers, as you guys already know, are in a gang. They make up a gang that do what they want. But sometimes the gang doesn't communicate with the rest of the gang. So like when, the, when, they, when they pull the, I'm not coming in today, sometimes there's only two of them working. Whoopsies. And now we have a 600 cover night with two dishwashers. Whoopsies. That's going to be a lot of dishes, obviously, a lot of garbage, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things, you know? So <laughs> this guy, his job was to take the plates after the first guys washed them and to bring them 10 yards away and put them back on the cooking line so the cooks can use them. He did not do this. This man, the brick shithouse of a man, the giant diesel guy, had pictures of all these plates before he had had to do and put them away, the 10 yards. I'm saying this because the plates weren't that heavy. I mean, there was a lot of plates, but you don't have to do it all at once. In fact, I've done those plates before, and I've demonstrated to them what a simple way of doing that is. We have this little four-thingy, four-corner thingy called a cart with wheels on it, right? So you put the, the, the plates on the wheeled cart, and you wheel the cart over, and it requires much less effort. And it's easier to do because people move out of your way when you have a cart full of plates versus when you're trying to squeeze through them with a handful of plates. But that's okay. We have a dishwasher that brings back two plates at the same uh, one time. That's it. It doesn't take any more than two. He'll make 200 trips, but it's two plates every time. It is what it is. I guess he's working on his cardio. So now he's really angry because what the fuck? I have to wash these plates and I have to fucking bring them back. This guy's nowhere to be found. So now, obviously, there's two sides, three sides, four sides to every story. So I can't just blatantly say, okay, let's go kill him. Although sometimes I have that thought. Maybe I actually did say that to, uh, to Jammy Jam. I was like, let him fucking fight him. Maybe he'll beat his ass and he'll understand. And Jammy Jam's already pissed off because he'd worked lunch and I'd been an hour, quote unquote, late. Great managerial skills, Dimitri. Wonderful. And I was like, dude, I'm joking, first of all. Please. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what happened. And then just Jammy Jam wasn't having it. He just stormed off. Sure enough, cold, do you think? Whatever, I'm cool. So, And this is within like the first 90 seconds of me being in the building. They're ready to go at it. I have managers, front of the house managers, of course, they hear, they overheard it. Now they're in the office buzzing around, saying, who's that, who's that? Who are those two people? Why are they fighting? I'm like, those are our dishwashers there. They work here every day. That's, uh, that's uh, Dora, and over there is Fatir. Okay, Dora and Fatir are about to go at it, and Dora's going to destroy Fatir within one fucking punch. So I bring over Fatir, and Fatir is kind of like a, he's kind of like a jester, so to speak, like a, like a sneaky, smart, but not really that smart jester, and he puts on the, the, the victim face, and he has the red eyes like he's about to cry face really, really well. I know this because my nine-year-old does it just as well as he does. I don't know how old he is, but he's definitely not nine. <laughs> so he tells me that Bobby, last night, had called him on his phone 
somehow, even though he was only 10 yards away, and told him that he has to go do the garbage at midnight. Medianoche. It's in Spanish. He said it to me in French. I don't remember how to say it in French. So Bobby calls Fatir at midnight and says, you got to go do the garbage, you piece of shit. And if you don't go right now, I'm going to kill you, which Bobby has literally never said to anybody ever. Bobby's like one of the nicest people ever. If he called Fatir to do the garbage, it was probably something along the lines of, hey, can you go take out the garbage? Of course, Fatir saw that as an opportunity to go and do the quote unquote garbage. Okay. So what happened then? So then he goes, I did the garbage. Two runs. I did two runs, which means they took the garbage cart down an elevator and brought it back up twice. Wow. That's, that, uh, which, that should probably take, you know, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour. How, how long do you think? Well, we'll get to that. When he had come back from this grueling garbage run, the plates had already been put away and nobody was anywhere to be found. It's like the first guy did all his work and then just vanished, like the ninja that we keep talking about. So now I say, okay, okay, well, um, what time did you leave? And then that's when things get hazy. You see, when you ask questions that will imply that you're guilty, you will obviously try to not answer them. But if you're not very smart and didn't really think out your process of lying in the first place, when those ask questions are asked, you start to stutter and repeat things that you've already said. Bobby told me to do the garbage at 12. I'm like, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm saying, what time did you leave? Bobby told me to do the garbage at 12. And now he's waving a finger in my face as if like I'm not understanding what he said because he's getting upset that I'm not buying into his lie. And that's when I said to him, if you touch me one more time, I will headbutt you in the face. Just like that, maybe a little bit louder. I don't want to speak too loudly right now because I'm inside the house. But loudly enough so the people around me heard me say that to him. And him immediately got the fuck out of my face because he knew he was being serious. Now, I joke around a lot. I scream, I yell, I'm a loud, animated motherfucker. My nickname is Tumultuous because it's suited perfectly for my personality. So sometimes it's hard to tell if I'm being serious and when I'm not. However, I've noticed that when I'm being serious, there's no mystery. I guess something about my eyes, something about my voice. I don't know what it is. Maybe the aura around me changes. But when I'm being serious, no one has ever asked me if I was joking. Ever. They're like, are you serious right now? Like, that's never happened. When I'm serious, people just fucking know that I'm serious. You know, you know if I tell you that in that manner, I'm going to headbutt you in the face if you touch me one more time. You best believe, probably not a good idea to touch me unless you like getting headbutted in the face. And I know how to do it because I've done it a bunch of times. Right? So now... We're going to go ahead and go to the tapes. So I go, we have this app. It's crazy. It's computer science. It tells you when people clock in and out. You know, all I had to do was go about yesterday and check out what time they clocked out. Much to my, not disappointment, much to my welcoming, like a prediction, I guess. Mr. Fatir clocked out at 12.39 a.m. So if Bobby called you at 12 o'clock and you told me this a thousand times, enough for me to want to headbutt you in the face. That he called you at noon, midnight, I mean, sorry, to take the garbage out. Those grueling two runs of garbage took you 39 minutes. And in those 39 minutes, the first guy was able to do all that work that you should have been done. You should have done before you left. So Bobby calls this guy, telling him to do the garbage. The guy says, Bobby, hang on a second. I promise I'll get it done. Let me just bail this guy out here because I'm in charge of putting all these plates back. Bobby's not going to say no. Hell, Bobby probably would have taken some of those plates himself. 
But nothing, nothing was said because there was an opportunity to fuck somebody over was had. <clears throat> the first guy, who was very angry, he's the big built guy who was going to kill this fucking second dude, clocked out at 12.54 p.m. A.M., I'm sorry, I keep saying p.m. So 20 minutes after the guy had come up from the garbage and everyone was already gone, 20 minutes after that, he clocked out. Hmm. So someone's obviously full of shit, and I think at this point we all know who it is. And he's very upset that I have caught him in his lie. And I, but I'm not going to let up there. I'm going to twist the knife until you fucking bleed. So I asked him, so how is it that he left 20 minutes after you did, if you tell me that he was already gone? Did you go downstairs and change? No. I punch out and I go home for the first time in the history of the world. I'm talking about like billions of years. The dishwashers at Flim 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 did not go downstairs to have their 45-minute powwow before they punch out. Wow, I wonder why. Maybe it's because if he went downstairs, he would have gotten his ass literally kicked by the guy that had to put all the plates away. Maybe it's because when somebody calls you to do the garbage and you take the opportunity to fuck over your gang member friend, the gang member friend's not going to be very happy. So what I said to this guy, I said, you could do one of two things for me, my friend. You can go over there and apologize and work, or you can get the fuck out of here. And everybody was so surprised that I said that. What do you mean he can get out of here? I mean, he just lied to my face. Meanwhile, this is already after Jammy Jam has talked to him. So Jammy Jam is trying to talk to him. And Jammy Jam is not the kind of guy that takes shit from anyone. I got all. He's older than I am. He's been around the block more than I have. And I'm starting to feel his hatred for most people. He, in fact, has a hat that says, I hate people. And he has not, he's got no, like, he's got no, like, reason not to hate people. It's just that, you know, people are dicks. He just mirrors their image back to them. He doesn't, like, you know, swallow, swallow his pride and, like, take one for the, for the team and just understand and fuck being the bigger man. He's been the bigger man. He doesn't need to be the bigger man. He's going to be the exact same person that you are to him. So first he starts, try, tries to talk respectfully to this guy, Fatir. But Fatir keeps talking over him. So Jammy Jam goes, I'm talking. When I'm done talking, when I'm finished, you can talk. Okay? Fatir nods. Then Jammy Jam goes off and tries to, and this is, his, this is his mistake, he tries to explain himself to this guy. And halfway through his explanation, the guy goes, are you finished? And that's when I just went, I gulped because I knew that this was going to be the end. I was surprised that Jammy Jam didn't fucking knock this guy out. <laughs> so Jamie Jam just walks off. He goes, you better talk to Dimitri because if you can talk to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire you. So now Fatir is down in a corner. He knows he's lied. He knows he fucked around. Now he's going to get his ass kicked if he goes back to work. He's going to get his ass kicked if he stays here. Everywhere is just an ass kicking, one ass kicking away. So he starts doing the whole tear. I took the garbage. Bobby told me to take the garbage. I was like, like I said, you have two choices. You can get the fuck out of here or you can go to work. Okay. Okay. I can go. I'm going to go home right now. I said, yeah, you go home right now. Get the fuck out of here. But if I go home, I will not come back. And I was like, that's the idea, dickhead. I'm not telling you to go take a break and come back tomorrow. No. If you go home, you go home. But you, then you go home. Or you go over there and you apologize. But from now on, everyone punches out in the same minute. Within the same minute. If he punches out at 12.58, you have to punch out at 12.57 or 12.59 or 12.58. There's none of this fucking 20-minute difference when I didn't go change because you know you're fucking bullshit. This is how it started. This is the first five minutes of my day. Right? Then, 
Oh, it gets much better than that. <laughs> then I'm doing the schedule and I have Mr. Villa. Mr. Villa is a person that also doesn't take any shit from anyone, but he's more of like a mobster type of a guy. He very reminds me of Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. He starts off real, real low and real like smiling, but then I feel like if I say the wrong thing, I'm going to get stabbed in the neck with a dull fork, but stabbed hard enough to where I would bleed. So he goes, I try to understand the way you think, he tells me. <clears throat> I'm like, oh shit, Villa's going to shoot me. And I was like, what are you talking about? I try to understand the way you think, and I see that other people are on six days, and I'm on four days with no lunches. So I say to myself, he wouldn't do that on purpose. He took me off of lunches because it's slow, but then I look at the rest of the schedule and I see people are on six days. So I'm trying to understand what you're doing. And I was like, Mr. V, hang on, let me see, let me figure this out for you. Let me boot up the schedule. I was just working on it. It's fresh in my mind. We booted it up. It says here that you requested Monday off because you're going on vacation for a week. I literally can't put you on that day because it's Monday off. And you have told me in the past how adamant you are about your two specific days off. Hence why I didn't put you on working for those days. And as far as the lunch is concerned, yes, it is slow. I did take you off. I didn't request Monday off. Well, it, it's here in the app, and I certainly didn't do it because I want you to work on Mondays. I don't even want you to go on vacation. But if you want to, you're more than welcome to, and then you request off, which you did here. Why would I request off of Monday? Mr. Via, I don't know. I wasn't there when you did it. But seems to be the case. So do you understand? He's like, he's like, he's like I've worked here with you longer than anyone else. And I was like, I know this. Which is why, specifically, I would never change your schedule, one, without telling you, and two, blatantly, like, in a dickish manner like that. So what should I do? Would you like me to put you on for the two days you're normally off so you can make up for that time that you're going to be off? No, leave it the way it is. So, 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 so you're okay with this. You just wanted to vent a little bit. And yes, he did. And I totally understand. And I guess he just needed an explanation. I explained it to him and he got it. And everything else was great. He actually cut two people to go home and he took their, both of their positions and he did the jobs of two men by himself because that's how fucking sick and nasty Mr. Via is. This is why I say that people that are on overtime, I keep them on overtime if they want to be because them being on overtime costs actually us less money than having two people that are not on overtime. And actually the product comes out better. So I'd rather have two guys on 75 hours and pay them all the bonus hours and the spreadsheets and the tic-tacs and the flip-flops than I would have five dickheads on 20 hours that are just sitting around picking their nose and not washing their hands after it and then putting a glove on, thank God. But yeah, so it's just, it's wow. It's wowzer, wowzeroozy. That was a cool day. So today was a monumental day for me personally. I have a personal achievement that I have completed. I have unlocked a new chapter in my life because as of today, I am officially a New York City food handler permit holder. Now, if you know who I am and you know where I've worked before, you would know that I worked in some restaurants in Manhattan that have been decent. Let's put it that way. Decent. Restaurants like BLT Prime, restaurants like... Uh, where else did I work? That was pretty good. That's about it. Let's just let's put that. <clears throat> and a couple of other places I don't really want to mention right now because it's been too soon. But restaurants like that, like high-end steakhouses. Man. And when you work in the city, you have to have something called a NYC food handler's permit. 
Yeah. The difference is between that and everywhere else is that you've paid $24 to the state of New York. The things that you have to know to have this permit is something that every single person that works in a restaurant should already know. Sans maybe the name of the bacteria that you get from pork versus from raw tuna. Nobody really needs to know the name. We just need to know how to avoid that, and everybody does. Nobody gives a shit that it's tryptococcus. The fucking doctor will take care of that. God forbid it gets to that point. It's our job to avoid it, like Mr. Buble says, which is fine. So this entire time, I have managed to somehow ninja my way of not getting this certificate because I think it was complete bullshit. Sure enough, today I was proven right. After you pay your $24, they pretty much tell you what the answers on the test are. You take the test and you get the answers right. If you're a chimpanzee that can't read and can't do basic arithmetic, you'd still be able to get a New York City food handler's permit. Cool. You can get it in Chinese, in Russian. In fact, there were two um, uh, Chinese, Asian people. I think, they were, I think they were both Chinese. One of them was a woman and the other one was a man. The woman didn't speak a lick of English. Like nothing. Nothing. Zero. <clears throat> And this guy's given a little, like, his little spiel before about what answers to pick where and what to say how. She's just sitting there nodding her head. And she's looking over at the guy that she came with. And, you know, he's nodding his head to him. And everyone, they're all nodding their heads. And she had a big smile on her face. Except for when the teacher was handing out the tests, he asked her to switch with a person that was way across the room. And her smile instantly fell to a look of sheer horror. Because she couldn't sit next to her Asian friend and they couldn't sneeze their answers to each other. Oh, no. <laughs> she definitely failed. I finished second. Some nerdy-ass chick finished before me. I don't know what she got as a grade, though, but I got an 88. I got six wrong. And they were all in the beginning, and they were all because of the fucking stupid bacteria names. Listen, I don't remember what shellfish and seafood with dif- differences in bacteria because I don't need to know the names of the bacteria. Do you know why? Because I don't get to that point. I don't get to the point where I have to know the names of the bacteria because I do my hazard analysis, critical control points, so that we don't have to know the name of the bacteria because it's already dead and there's no toxin in our food. Thank you very much. Good day. Fucking scam artist, New York City, man. How many people work in New York City in restaurants? More than any other city. Make them all pay $24 and no basic arithmetic. They already know basic arithmetic. Get the money. Thanks. Goodbye.